welcome back to the podcast. This is Lolo Chats. Um, today I'm going to talk about mental health. Now, mental health is something that I've pretty much learned at an early age, what mental health was. Um, I just have. Uh, but mental health is very important in my life. And as a mental health advocate, I advocate for mental health. Um, a background about my mental health. Um, I started therapy about six months ago. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I pretty much got diagnosed with anxiety. Uh, anxiety for me is overthinking, self-doubt, and just... It's just anxiety. <laughs> um, the thing about it is, through therapy, I've learned to kind of almost reprogram my brain. So an example of that is having a thought at first saying, you can't do this. Why are you even trying? And stopping that thought and saying, well, you've done it before, so why you can't do it again? So therapy has definitely helped my anxiety. Some days now, my anxiety is not good. I've never really had anxiety affect me physically. Um, But of course, when you have something that happens traumatic in your life, it can kind of increase um, an underlying mental health disorder that you had. And my anxiety sometimes affects me physically. Physically, uh, dizziness, uh, hand shaking, and just feeling like I want to isolate myself. But I have different techniques that I've learned through therapy that helps me get through it. Um, and it's a positive, has been a positive impact in helping reduce my anxiety. Um, one that I use that my therapist gave me was, I think she said counting colors or, um, I mean, saying colors, I'm sorry, or like groups. And I remember I was driving and I was so anxious and I was like (laughs) it was like an hour drive to get my hair done and I had my new car and I wasn't used to driving my car and I was very anxious and I remember saying red, blue, green, purple, red, blue green, purple um, beige, like y'all kept saying different ones and then like you you stop thinking about you stop thinking about what you're doing. Like you stop thinking about being so anxious and anxiety ridden. You start thinking like, did I say purple? Did I say green twice? And then I remember starting saying like R&B singers. I was like, Chris Brown, um, Neo. (laughs) I kept saying like different R&B artists, but that has helped me a lot. Um, And of course, breathing exercises. Of course, I'm starting back to do yoga again. That helps reduce my anxiety. Now, I wouldn't say I'm a person who has been depressed recently or in the past three years, but three years ago, I talked about this on a podcast, a few podcasts back. Um, I have had um, experienced depression. Um, I, looking back on it now, I was depressed in college. It wasn't like very high depression, but I was very, I was not very depressed, but I was mild. I had mild, I would say I had mild depression in undergraduate um it's just college it's just so unpredictable and some people can handle it some people can't but I think for those four years I was definitely had mild depression and that's okay I'm okay to admit that nothing's wrong with having mental health stuff going on um but I think it's important 
And what I've learned is to not be defined. So I tell myself that I'm not defined by my anxiety. I'm not defined by depression because sometimes you you are depressed and you don't realize it. But I keep telling myself you're not defined by your anxiety. I tell myself that often Um, because when I first felt like I had anxiety, I remember I was so stressed out, so overwhelmed trying to balance everything that I was balancing. This, This happened over the summer and I literally had a panic attack. I was breathing really hard. I was in the bathroom. I was breathing really hard. And I was like, what's going on with me? Like, what is this? And it was indeed a panic attack. And, you know, anxiety can be a tricky thing because some people, it affects them physically. And like I said, I never really had it affected me physically until something traumatic happened in my life. Um, But, like, physically... Anxiety can make you sick. Your heart hurts. You feel like your heart is racing because it is racing. You may have a pain in your heart or something and you feel like, what the heck is going on? Then I had the dizziness going on to the point where I had to go to the cardiologist because my daughter was like, we, we need to know what's going on with you. And I was like, this is crazy. Like it happened once a month. I would always feel dizzy to the point where I was like, one time it happened when I was driving back in... November and then it happened again when I was in December and it scared not December January I think it scared the crap out of me I pulled over on the side of the road and I called my mom because I was like freaking out and it just scared me like it was a feeling of I'm going to pass out that was probably the first time where I saw like my eyes change and my vision got blurry and I hurried and pulled over and it was like a it was like a, a anxious feeling of if anxiety came over me and I, I literally felt like I was gonna pass out. And you know, of course with the counting colors and saying colors and R and B artists, I always try to have ice water around and you know, I don't really like people now when they get too close to me, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Um, not too close, but like a sudden, sudden appearance or something like that. Like that makes me go crazy. Um, but you know, some days are better than others. And I remember when I kind of found out I had anxiety cause I see like my friends pretty often. I remember having those conversations like, oh yeah, I had anxiety and you know, everyone was very supportive, which your friends should be supportive of me having anxiety because I feel like a lot of them you know I would have conversations because it's a lot balancing school and a job and an internship it can be a lot and I have had a lot on my plate since the balancing all this stuff since I started my internship because it's a year-long internship since last year summer So balancing all of that and you work 40 hours a week and you're a full-time, you know, worker, internship, in school, you know, things, you have to be on top of things and things can't, I don't have time for things to fall through the cracks. I don't have time at this point. And, you know, it was, my anxiety was really bad before I started therapy. I feel like 
I could say all day that I'm a social work student and I know how you're supposed to handle people with anxiety or depression or different mental health disorders that are more on a bigger, larger scale. But when it comes to me, like I'm not, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't trying to accept the fact that I had anxiety. I don't think I honestly had anxiety until or started had feeling like this until probably like two years ago and you know a lot of things I would do I would just self-doubt myself in it or saying to myself you can't do it and it's like why why was I telling myself that when I know I've done it before or I know I'm capable of doing it but we all doubt ourselves sometimes but the biggest part about me was the overthinking things and not thinking I was good enough for things and you know that's how anxiety is it it tells you it's like you tell yourself that you're not good enough for something and you know it doesn't it doesn't pan out the way you think but reprogramming your brain you know it's just it's crazy so the definition of anxiety according to Oxford language it's a feeling of worry, nervousness, or uneasy, typically about an intermediate event or something with an uncertain outcome. So that's what was my issue. Like, say if I had to do this, I never used to be a person who dealt, and I wouldn't say dealt well with change, but anxiety loves when you have a routine. So say I had a routine or I started a routine but say if I had like a little routine I would do and then something would come up like say like at work or something if something would come up like I would just be like oh my god like I have to do this now and I feel like a lot of times sometimes it was always something after something after something so every like once I started getting comfortable would always be something else I had to do or something else and it just was so frustrating and that would make my anxiety go through the roof and of course now I have a routine and I'm okay if things don't some days I have a routine and some days my routine doesn't pan out but I always try to prepare for the unprepared and I think that um helps and then you know you need to have for me I have to have a good sleep schedule because I find that if I don't sleep like I'm supposed to or don't go to bed at a certain time, um, that my anxiety is bad in the mornings and I just don't, I just don't cope well with, cope well with things. And I wanted to talk about mental health today because it's just like, for the longest mental health used to be such a taboo issue or a stigma like better left unsaid type thing and now you see more on social media people talking about mental health and the importance of you know going to therapy the importance of having people to talk to um about mental health and you know anxiety for me is just something that randomly happens like I could be okay today but tomorrow I'm not okay and you know that's just something I'm gonna have to live with for the rest of my life anxiety I'm gonna have to live with it but like I said I don't let my anxiety um define me because I'm more than low low with anxiety I'm more than that and I've had open conversations with friends that 
I'm have anxiety and that taking medication. Um, you know, I'm more of a natural person, but I feel like if my anxiety got to the point where I had to take medication, I would do it because I don't want it to take over my life um, at all. So I'm going to give you guys some tips on managing anxiety. One of my favorites is one of my therapists gave me was the um, saying the word, saying, sorry, saying the colors um, or army groups or whatever you want to do. Because once you start saying the colors out loud, um, you forget about what you're doing. You forget about having anxiety or feeling anxious. You just worry about, did I say that color or did I say the other one? Um, definitely breathing in and breathing out. Um, I would not recommend the same colors if you're around people because people probably don't think you're crazy or something. Um, so definitely do the breathe in and breathe out. Have a great sleep schedule. Um, give yourself a, pe- a pep talk. I tell myself all the time in my head, like, Logan, you got this. You're okay. Just calm down. You know, if I'm driving now, I get more anxiety and anxious when I drive. And I tell myself, calm down. Just calm down. Don't. You'll be all right. Or I call my mom or talk to a friend when I'm driving home or something like that um, to get my mind off of, um, you know, the anxiety part. And music has actually started to help me. Um, I found a playlist on Spotify. And it's, I think it says for anxiety, something that said like anxiety or the calm your anxiety. And they have really, really good, um, really good um calming music um some people count to 10 slowly um counting doesn't really help me I don't really do that but I mean you can always try that and um if nothing else talk to somebody talk to your friends talk to your family tell them that you're feeling overwhelmed and you know see if you may just need a listening ear you know And one of the biggest things that I would recommend is, you know, definitely talking to a therapist if you feel comfortable because mental health professionals, some things you just can't handle on your own. Sometimes you need someone to guide you to give you good coping skills and coping strategies to um, manage your mental health. And not even if you, and honestly, not even if you have anxiety or depression or, you know, people have like OCD and just different mental health I can go on and on being a social work student I know so many different mental health diagnoses but um even if you just need a safe space to talk I find now that I've gotten comfortable with therapy it's just a safe space for me to talk I'm in a profession where people are putting their things they have going on to me constantly it's it's a very selfless field you have to kind of put the person you put yourself first don't get me wrong always put yourself first because that can lead to burnout um and I've been burnt out many times but it's a it's a field that I'm in where people are going through so much traumatic things um so it's like they're dump it's like it's the same called trauma dumping so it's like trauma dumping on you constantly and it's good to have a safe space to talk about things that I see and I experience and how that has affected me because I'm in a field where I have to be very empathetic and very sympathetic and sometimes it does get hard um 
I have to take time out for myself, which I do take breaks and I kind of take a step back. But it gets hard sometimes. And I love that I have a safe space with my therapist to talk about what I'm going through. And I feel like even though it's good to talk to family and friends, it's like it's like a safe space that I have for myself about my life. I can talk about things that I want to talk about. I know I'm not judged. I know it's not a timer on what I want to talk about when I want to talk about it. I know that I could talk about work. I could talk about relationships. I could talk about what I want to do in the future. I could talk about anything. And it's my space that I can talk in. So I love that about therapy. So I definitely recommend therapy. It's a top priority. But like I said, if you're not comfortable with therapy, you can do those other tips that I told you about. But like I said before, I just want to talk about mental health because it's kind of like more talked about now, but some, some people still see it as a stigma. They'd be like, oh, you're just crazy. And that's so crazy, you guys. I won't say where I was at. And I was talking to this lady and she was like, I was like, yeah, I have anxiety, like whatever. She's like, y'all young people. And I was like, that's the problem there. The older generation, some people don't believe in mental health. They believe in just pushing through you know, pray it away, you know, and sometimes you can't do that. And God gives us common sense. And he gives us sources that we have on this earth to use. And therapy is one of them. And therapy is one of them. I'm a firm believer in that. God gives us tools to use and therapy is one of them. Yes, I still pray every day. Yes, I still believe and I still have faith. But I still need a therapist because I still need a safe space to talk. I do talk to God. But I still need a space to talk. So I had to talk about that because that literally happened last week. And I was like, I felt some type of way about it. And I I didn't went off on a lady, but I was like, you know, saying like, okay, girl, like, come on. Mental health is important. The older generation is the problem. But people don't be want to talk about their mental health. Um, and definitely with men as well. I feel like a lot of men don't feel comfortable talking about their mental health. Like, when you find a man who actually feels comfortable talking about their mental health, it's crazy. Because I feel like they've been taught so much to be strong and suck it up and just keep it going. But men go through it, too. So, definitely female, male, you know, if you have stuff and you're struggling with your mental health, talk to somebody. You know, please talk to somebody. um, Because, you know, it's, it's okay, like it's fine and then like you can actually talk to I recommend this to people at my job with my clients you can actually talk to a crisis counselor so if you have like a crisis you can just text home to 741741 and it will connect you to a crisis counselor because I found that a lot of people don't feel comfortable actually talking on the phone to someone Um, And you can literally just text them and you can talk to somebody. If you have, you know, they have different things on their website. They talk about like coronavirus, anxiety, eating disorders, depression, suicide, self-harm. So if you're going through it, you can totally text that number. I remember before I used to always say you could call this number and the number for the crisis hotline that's open 24 hours for mental health line that I give them as well. That's 844-849-4266. 
So if you don't feel comfortable talking to somebody on the phone, you can totally text them. And if you do feel comfortable talking on the phone, you can call them on the phone. And I'm going to give you guys the suicide um, hotline number as well, um, because a lot of people struggle with suicidal thoughts. A lot of people struggle with suicide, and I don't know who this is going to reach. I don't know if someone may be battling suicidal thoughts, but if you are, you can definitely call 800-273-8255, and that's a National Suicide Prevention Hotline. And if you click on the website, you can actually chat with someone too um, as well. So like I said, if you don't feel comfortable texting, calling, I'm sorry, on the phone, you can actually talk to somebody on the phone as well. So, um, you know, just make time out for yourself. And a lot of times we don't realize that, that our mental health is not good. You know, self-care helps. Yes, it does. But sometimes you need to talk to somebody, whether that be a friend or family member or a professional counselor. Um, this podcast is pretty short today. My next podcast will be with a guest. Um, last podcast is really good. I really do enjoy doing my podcast. Um, I'm hoping to talk about grief in this 10 episode podcast um, but if I'm not that's fine but I'm, I'm really ready to talk about it and get it off my chest um, and that's well too um, you know I'm in another thing is support groups um, they do have support groups you can find online for mental health if you're a type of person kind of like me who like to talk to other people about stuff you're going through you know like group format I know they have some zoom groups you can google and look up or actually in office or in a facility you know now that COVID COVID is still COVID but you can actually some places you can do like a support group um, in an office or something like that um, and another thing because a lot of people talk about they can't afford therapy they have so many programs out there that can give you free therapy um I know some places have like clinics that offer free therapy um, or you can get it at this kind of rate. I know betterhelp.com, I think, with therapists, they have like a funding for people who can't afford therapy. So if you're a type of person who feels like you can't afford therapy because therapy can get expensive um, depending on if you see, depending on who you see, doesn't matter if it's private practice or with a company if you don't have any insurance and and if you can't afford it it can get really expensive so um definitely if you can't afford therapy and that's something that you're scared about they have resources out there for you um in regards to that as well um this is logan thank you for listening to the podcast i'm definitely going to do a podcast like i said the next one is going to be with the guest i'm not going to be able to do a podcast in april i have so much stuff going on with finishing up school and other stuff I have going on so it won't be any episodes in April and I think I need a little break too but I'm in like grind mode I'm almost done with school so I'm in grind mode I'm really hanging out with people I'm not really doing anything right now I'm just in grind mode to get finished with the school so I can finally say my name is Logan and I am a licensed social worker so I hope you guys have a great week Whether you listen to this at night, have a great night during the day, have a good day during the morning, have a good morning. And I just want you guys to know 
And I'm going to start saying this. If nobody has told you today that they love you, I love you. And I hope you are doing well. I'll catch you guys on the next podcast.